The strength and character of a man is not proven when you're when you're right. It shows up when your back is up against the wall, when you're facing adversity, and in some cases, when you're wrong. Especially when you're wrong and you have to admit that you made a mistake, that you're incorrect, that you fucked up. There's, there's humility in that sometimes. I'm getting a wave, a, a whiff of humility. I'm, I'm having a moment of clarity, of wisdom, of freedom. I'm lying like hell. I, I feel more humidity than I do humility. Look, I might have been wrong about Trey, okay? All right? I might have been wrong. I might have been wrong. But I'm going to be a man about it. So today on the Av Podcast, I'm joined by DJ Chris Nice and South Shirai family member Kevin W. As I wish, as I issue out an apology to, 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 to one Trey Young. Plus, we fantasize about the city of Atlanta with an NBA title in his clutches and more NBA playoff talk. South Sharaf is available wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and tune in to just some of the places you can catch my episodes. Hit the like, the favorite, and any and all follow buttons. And click on all of the five stars. If you've done it already, then do it again, damn it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. And check out SouthShareAve.com for all of my past work, either podcasts or written. Once again, that's SouthShareAve.com. It's the AF Podcast on SouthShareAve Radio. My name is Cal C. I don't speak gibberish, but I am that motherfucker that forgot about Trey. Welcome to the AF Podcast with Cal C on SouthShareAve Radio. <laughs> Welcome to the AF Podcast. So I have a confession to make. I want to say I'm sorry to Trey Young. Um, <laughs> uh, I uh, I didn't mind him coming out of college when he was in Oklahoma, you know. But I, I always looked at him from the perspective of, you know, this is the son that Steph created. And being that I was a big fan of Steph, you know, I was a little more biased to um, to watching his career because watching somebody else kind of walk up the same the same path, the same blueprint, drawing up the same blueprint with the same pencil. I'm like, mm, you know, I've seen this before. This has been done before, and it's just cool to kind of see it in real time. But I'm like, eh, you know, I, I wish this guy was, you know, did it a little differently. And I guess he did in some ways, right? Goes to Atlanta, you know. There's a whole thing of they drafted Luka Doncic, and then they, you know, they made the trade uh, for for Trey Young in Atlanta, being that he's young, hip, black, fits right in with the city. It's probably a better fit than than a European player. I mean, that's kind of like how the fans looked at it, especially. Um, you know, in his first couple of years, same thing. Always taking the deep threes, not showboating, but like first couple of years or so you I was like you know I wasn't feeling it I really I really wasn't even though I, I would look at the stats sometimes and be like damn this boy's efficient but I'm like eh you know it's not it's not resulting in winning even this year before Lloyd Pierce got fired it was pretty much the same thing right like like his teammates were complaining I was trusting my eyes and, and from what you're hearing from behind the season stuff I wasn't too far off from what I was seeing you know, so I'll start off by saying uh, Nate McNillan has done a, magnif- a, a magnificent job, and he's probably going to get that interim tag knocked 
off his name or beside his name at this point. You better. Um, with that said, though, um, I didn't see Trey Young doing this um, this entire playoff so far. Coming into the playoffs, he started with the New York Knicks. He immediately put the Joker, the Joker mask on his face, and he just shit it all over Gotham. And then he went to Philly and slapped the cheesecake out of out of Ben Simmons and um and Embiid's hands. So well, Ben Simmons for sure. Oh yeah, Ben Ben. Well, Ben Simmons <laughs> Ben Simmons gave him the cheesecake. He didn't even he didn't even bother trying to take a bite of it. He just gave him the cheesecake. Ben Simmons Ben Simmons didn't even buy ingredients to make a cheesecake in the fourth quarter. <laughs> so forget it. Um, you know, starting with this series tonight, uh, I'm thinking, man, Milwaukee's gonna just. They're gonna just run rough shot over the Hawks. They're ready, you know. They've been through the playoff wars. They got the scars. These guys are hungry. They're ready to go. So even tonight, like I recorded another podcast earlier while this was going on, I missed you know bits and pieces of the game, and I'm I'm watching, <laughs> I'm kind of watching this in the background, and I'm kind of like, ah, well, you know, this is cute. Like they're 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 holding tight. This is nice, you know. And I'm looking at Trey Young's stats, and I'm like, man, he's got twenty something in the first half. Damn, like this guy's really. Man, this guy's really balling. And then, you know, the third quarter started, and then that's when I just went, yo, you know what? Maybe, and I, and I think I even put this on a post somewhere on social media, but I'm like, I'm not trying to say that I want to hop on Trey Young's bandwagon, but but I am looking at bus schedules right now. Um, I think that one is coming. The next one's coming at about 5.15 tomorrow morning. I might be on it. I might be on it. And and seeing where this game ended up, forty-eight points, seven rebounds, eleven assists, fifty percent from the field, one deep, disgusting crossover on 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 Drew Holiday, and and then given the ice tray shimmy shake, yeah, I'm uh, I'm camping on in front of the uh, in front of the bus station. Um, what are your thoughts, guys? Because um, I you know I, I'm sorry to Trey Young. I, I'm sorry. I've, I've I've taken some shots. I, I basically rebuke all those those negative shots I've taken in the name of Jesus. What do you guys want to say? Kevin, let's start with you. I'll defer. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will defer. Please. <laughs> Big brother. Let well, you know, let please share. I, to me to me, I just think the guy's amazing, man. And for me, came into the league. He he fell into a situation where that we're in into in today's world, where you don't have a ch- you don't have a time to grow. So you got to come in and you got to be on point like right away. And I I think sometimes that's so unfair to younger players because every now and then you run into a guy where you could see something there, but you got to give him time. And that's a that's one thing like. Uh, the world society doesn't give a lot of this, these younger people nowadays. So I always looked at him from he came into the league like, yo, this guy's got potential, but let's just wait and see. I wasn't sure, but I knew there was something there. So I wouldn't say I'm really surprised by what I'm seeing now, but I'm happy that he got a chance to, to grow and build into something. He was scaring me for a minute there because he was, he was beginning to look injury prone. So I wasn't sure how his career was going to end up because all these like um, sprained ankles. I actually went to see him in, in um, when he played the Heat. I, I think it was about two two years ago, or something like he played the Heat, and we walked in the arena late. So we walked in 
jump ball just kicked off. The game just kicked off. First play of the game, he rolled his ankle. We were like, wow, that's the guy we came <laughs> to see. And we didn't get we didn't get a chance to see him play at all. It was jump ball. I think it was something like jump ball. He ran up the court, bang, gone. And that was it. He was gone for like, I think like two months, three months, whatever. So <laughs> at first I was nervous for him. I thought maybe he might be a little br- a little brittle and his, his career might be up and down. But he seemed to have shrugged that off and time like he's grown into to this this player that could that could be a, a complete superstar man if he takes this into next year look out league like i love what i'm seeing the guy plays free he plays just like he he's having fun in the game I, like with the game i love to see it he has that young energy where it's like it's my time right now you know i train so hard for this and i'm smiling and joking around while i'm doing and talking shit that New York series was beautiful because it reminded me of um, like basketball back in the days. They were just talking shit to each other. And to me, that's how it should be. We'll be friends when it's over. But every time that, that, that game kicks off and we're between these four lines, oh, yeah, nice. we're going to talk shit. I'm going to talk shit to the crowd. And I'm going to try to light you up as I'm talking shit. I think he definitely, they say you make your name in the playoffs and he's definitely stamping his name out right now. Like, Without a doubt, like I love what I'm seeing. Do, do you? Think- yeah, you enjoy that New York series? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I enjoyed the energy. The energy of that New York series to me, to me, was nice. It reminded me of back in the days, like you oh. know. Oh, okay. It wasn't. It wasn't friendly. You guys were talking shit. I love that. You know this this hug and kiss thing and that goes on now in the NBA. Can't stand that, man. We'll we'll do that like after after the series is over. When it's a playoffs, it's like yeah, let's let let's go at it. You know, Kevin, you want to tell them why you're a little hostile and you're and you're you're answering there? Ah, no need. <laughs> oh, you Nick think fan? everybody? He's a he's a I, diehard I, Nick fan, Chris. Like like I, like I, like I am a Forty ers fan. Wow, my condolences. Then. <laughs> it's always good to give start laughing after expressing your condolences. It really adds to the sincerity of the matter. Uh, I really appreciate it. Hey, listen, but, um, you're, you're a strong man if you're a Nick fan. That's all I can say. You're a stronger man than me. Heartbroken. Yes, yes. Uh, you know what? As a Nick fan, I can say this. I don't feel so bad anymore. I really don't. <laughs> this, guy, this guy has proven himself to be like the David amongst the Goliaths. Underrated at every step. You know, we heard about that summer league that he had when he had a horror. I think he shot an air ball in his first summer league game. And we, we and Chris were there. We were there. We were there at that oh. summer league. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it wasn't great. Right? You know, he's he's in the ATL. He's not necessarily a barber's dream, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, here's, but here's this kid that's like going to survive you know, everything and some, you know, and he'll step into the most hostile environments. He's not afraid. Um, He's empowered the rest of his team. Like I think Bajanovic is probably one of the best potential teammates he can have, you know, and, and Capella, you know, like it, it just, it just seems to be all coming together, but it doesn't matter where, like he, some, some of the, think about it. Went to Madison Square Garden, took on the fans, and he actually just said, I'll see you in the A. And they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Dismantled what? the Knicks. But the Knicks weren't supposed to win that series anyway. Right? Like, they really weren't. It's, 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 
I, I wasn't optimistic. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think it was like it was it was a complete upset. The Philadelphia series was a huge upset. Huge, huge, major. So much so that it might dismantle their team, and like Ben Simmons can't go to California, and Doc <laughs> Rivers shouldn't be on the golf course. Like he's altered so many people's summers, right? Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. They deserve it. <laughs> no, he deserves it. The rest of Philadelphia was fine, but Ben Simmons is going to bear the brunt of the blame. Yep. And he well, should. That, and he should. Oh, 110%. But he knocked off, like, the Knicks fans, the, the spitting Knicks fan, uh, mm-hmm. his doubters, his naysayers, his bad coaches. Me? Joel Embiid. <laughs> Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, whatever big three, Tobias Harris, whatever, and he's still on his rookie contract? You forgot Cal Right, and then he's and then a- he goes into Milwaukee again <laughs> on the road. He's been on the road for you know he's been on the road. At, at, he's he's been the away team the whole time, but he's embraced it. That's mm-hmm. huge. He's not yeah. afraid of anything. I, I went. He, he went to New York. He won. He went to Philly. He won. And he just stepped into Milwaukee and he won there too. What's he going to mm-hmm. be afraid of? Phoenix or Paul George and the Clippers? You, you, you know. You know what's interesting with him though. He. He plays with a uh, with a level of uh, of audacity, you know, where I think if this is a different time, you know, a different era, he probably would have been elbowed in his face by now at least a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're not in that we're not in that era anymore. Like the fact that you go on a conference finals game and you throw a lob pass off the backboard <laughs> to John Collins to dunk the <laughs> shit out of the basketball. I'm like, when I saw that, I said, Amazing. I said, wow, like this guy is, this guy is, is Rucker parking this shit right now in the conference finals. I'm like, I would trust that third quarter. I was blown away. I, I just said, okay, like I said, where's the bus schedule? Let me find what time this bandwagon is coming in and see what it, what it charges. Uh, you know, I, yeah, that 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 he's that playing with nothing way. to lose. No, no, and there's a freedom in that, right? There's mm-hmm. a there's a freedom in that, and it's funny because, um, I was talking earlier about the the draft day trade between Dallas and Atlanta for them to uh, to switch and get get Trey Young instead of Luka Doncic, and you know Luka Doncic has a certain level of hype, you know, and is and is deserved in a lot of cases because he's a really talented player, but. Should we start throwing? I mean, I think you have to start throwing that same kind of respect at Trey Young right now because not only, yeah, he didn't reach the accolades of getting All NBA awards and starting in a bunch of All Star games like like Luca, or you know, I mean, he, I mean, he has his own shoe deals, not with Jordan's, with Adidas. But at the end of the day, like, yo, this guy made it to the playoffs way further and making way more of an impact than Luca's done. I mean, not to say Luca didn't play well in the playoffs. I mean. He, the, the two years he's played against the Clippers, like he's he's basically undressed them for two years straight. But at the end of the day, he still didn't make it up the first round. And this guy doesn't have the same, you know, people are saying like, oh, well, you know, Luca doesn't have the same kind of cast that Trey has. And it's like, well, come on. Like before, but halfway through the season, we we were like looking at them legitimately as a disappointing team that I, you know, that most people, I mean, I know I didn't have them even making the playoffs. I, I didn't understand the hype coming in. You know what I mean? And, and like, you're seeing it now in full bloom. And it's like, yo, you, you got you to gotta give him his roses, man. But, like, the, I think the, the, the level of audacity he's playing with is, like, it's kind of shocking to me. It is. It, it really is shocking to me right now. He just doesn't care. It's beautiful to see, man. 
Yeah, I would say it leads me to my my next question. And Kevin brought this up um, just in his last comment there, you know, almost foreshadowing with uh, with Phoenix and the Clippers. Right. So technically, I I know they're up one nothing right now, but technically Atlanta has a 25 percent chance of being an NBA champion. Right. the, The percentage is probably a little bit lower then 25%, but technically they have a 25% chance, right? They have every the chance as the other three teams remaining to win an NBA title, get the Larry OB. If the Atlanta Hawks win the NBA championship, and I, and I, and I, I kind of want to post this in a serious frame right now, um, would that be the blackest parade in the history of all professional sports? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> The ATL, wow, that would be that would be something to see. I mean, this 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 is home of hip hop right now, and 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 in the past life, Freaknik, and they're mm-hmm. open, they're open, open right now. Um, if they win a title, seriously, w- would would that be the blackest championship parade in the history of of all professional sports? Not even North American sports, all professional sports, even even the local. The local teams that win in in, in uh, the soccer tournaments in Jamaica and Trinidad, even that, even blacker than that. <laughs> yeah, that could what, that would get interesting. That might be a road trip I would want to take. <laughs> I, I will do the fourteen days in a hotel <laughs> on my way back if I could just be on that future float. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! The Outcast, Future Float, T.I., yeah, Eagles, Jermaine Dupree. Oh, my goodness. The So-So Death Float. Oh, my gosh, yes. The, the, yes, the, club, yes. the club 112 Float. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to it, and it would be the greatest David and Goliath story out there, oh, I yeah. think. Uh, just in terms of what they've accomplished, and again, you know, the same way we look at we look we look to at like the the focal point player and the coach, like we did in Philadelphia. We're like, no, their exit is based off of Doc Rivers' failure to make adjustments and Ben Simmons on the court. What Nate McMillan and his staff have done, like that is this what this this alone is fantastic. I have more faith in. You know, I have more faith in Nate McMillan to make adjustments and do what's necessary with 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 his team than I do for Nate but for 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 uh, for Coach Bud for Coach Budweiser, because mm-hmm. you could just tell, like it took what out of the three superstars in 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 Brooklyn, they were on like one and a half leg, sorry, two and a half legs, right? Yeah, and it, and it went seven and in overtime, Atlanta's healthy. I think Boyanovich should be recovering some, you know, he should be back soon enough. But Boyanovich is just as, just as cocky. He was, I saw him, I paid attention. He was at the garden. He didn't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They were in Philly. They don't care. And the Atlanta crowd is crazy and somewhat hostile. So, yeah, good job, Giannis, at the free throw line. Let's see how that trans- transpires on the road. Oh, but yeah. That, that, that should be great. Good for Atlanta because Atlanta doesn't have a good history in winning. I don't think they've won anything since the Braves, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. But for Trey Young to be the hero, 
Whew. Did not see that coming. Gladly capitalized. That would be an a uh, that would be an amazing parade though. Like for real. Like like that would be an amazing parade. It's a great story right now. Like you know, I, I think what's going on right now in the NBA though is there's a lot of um I think I, I might have said that um this like on a on another podcast, but there's so much young energy in the NBA right now that's stepping up and coming for their piece of the pie and they don't give a shit. And I love that. And I think the only thing that has a chance of derailing that is 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 uh, the super teams. The NBA is in an interesting place right now where there's so many hungry and talented young studs coming up. I shouldn't say coming up, they're here now. But then there's two super teams that can get in the way in the next like two, three years. Because you know the Lakers aren't going away. Like You know LeBron and them are stacking up. They're going to put somebody else on that team. And then a healthy Brooklyn puts everybody in trouble in the East. And it's 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 so unnecessary because super teams aren't needed right now. Definitely not for ratings because these new guys that are stepping up. Like this year, I loved watching um, the Morant kid on Memphis. Like I watched so many of his games this year because he, he's like Trey, that young energy. They don't give a shit. They feel like, okay, you've had your, your time. It's my time on the court now. And I think the NBA, the NBA should find a way to feed off that, like not drown us with the same, you know, Lakers. And because there's a lot of guys like right now that's ready for it. They want it. They're hungry and they don't give a shit who you are. You know, whatever name is on your, on your Jersey, it means nothing to them. They're coming for the throne. I love that. So the NBA right now feels like the NFL. It's unpredictable. And that's something that I haven't been able to say since 2019 when the when the Raptors won it. You know, like it's, you're in the playoffs and you have no idea who's coming out on this. Like it, it feels like the NFL. And to me, that's how a league should be. A league should not be predictable. It just takes something away from the league. So the energy right now in the NBA is beautiful. It's young. They have to find a way moving forward to capitalize on this. Stop drowning us with the same old, same old, same old. And start highlighting some of these young guys that they're, they're ready to sit at the table, man. They pulled up their chair and they're like, nah, you know, you're not sitting at the head of the table anymore. You know, we're fighting for that. Yeah, and it's, and it's needed. It's needed. Um, I, I think the, the funny thing is, you know, to touch on Kevin's point earlier, really and truly, if you're Nate McNillan... You're not afraid of what you see on the other side of the sideline. Because, honestly, if, if Kevin Durant's foot was a size smaller, Boonhose is fired. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like, really yeah. and truly, like, he's fired. If, you know, and if they win the title, it's like, oh, man, you got to commit another, like, couple years to this guy now. He gets more of a longer leash. And it's like you look at the situation, like, he, he basically outcoached the hell out of Boonhose tonight. He did. And for that part of it, the players might be young. The players might be experienced. They're gaining a lot of confidence throughout this playoff journey. But mm-hmm. but right now, that is the one sure thing that you're going to have every night. He is going to outcoach Boonhoser. That's not going to be a fluke. That's that's not like, a, oh, man, he just lucked up tonight. Like that, that can continue to happen. And he's a veteran coach. He's been in the league for, what, over 30-something years, 40 oh, years? Yeah. Because and he was a point guard too. Like people forget, Nick McMillan was a was a steady point guard in the league yeah, for a long steady time. Steady point guard, man. Long time. He played against Jordan. Yeah. Why, why would he be? Why, why would he be afraid of Budenholzer? He That's played true. against Jordan. That's true. He played with Gary Payton. Why would he be afraid of Budenholzer? 
So, <laughs> so that so that's the whole thing, right? So it's like you you look at his that that whole career, the whole coaching thing. How he got dismissed from the the Pacers was reprehensible, and I think the the Pacers have have gotten their karma back now with uh, with what's happening there, everything imploding there, you know. And he's and he's on the rise, and that's the one sure thing to me where it's like he's he's gonna he's gonna have an advantage there. Like that's an advantage, and and the way Milwaukee's been somewhat shaking and and in a lot of spots this year, like at least during the playoffs, the last couple of years, you can't be a thousand percent confident that they're gonna just ride this out. Like, I, like I, honestly, I thought just because of experience, I'm like, you know what? Let's see what happens. But the Bucks should win this. Like, like it'll be shocking if Atlanta comes and does this. And on top of that, this playoffs in this season has been so unique and interesting the way it it is. Honestly, I don't think at, at this stage I can honestly say I wouldn't be stunned anymore if Atlanta came in and actually, you know, got the Larry O'Brien. And uh, we're, we're trying to buy tickets and COVID tests to go to Atlanta. You know? Because, <laughs> like, the way the season's been going, honestly, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not shocked at all. Kevin, I think I was telling you this the other day when um, what happened with um, – oh, with the game five of, with, with, with the Hawks in Philly when, when they lost – I was talking to one of my friends. I was giving you the story where I was like, I think the Clippers were playing game five against the Jazz right afterwards. And I'm like, the way this series, I said, the way this playoffs is going, I said, watch, watch, watch Paul George go for 40. And then he got 37 and they won the next two games and now they're in the conference finals. <laughs> like, the way the playoffs has been, I'm kind of just like, you know what? No, nothing surprised anymore. Just, I'm kind of like, yo, just sit back without expectations and just enjoy the ride. Just sit in the yep. back seat. Just put your seatbelt on and enjoy the ride. That that's kind of where I'm at right now. What I think would be the most fantastic thing if we found a way of like getting to just bringing. Sorry, go on. Sorry. No, no, just just thawing thawing out David Stern and like you know like how Walt Disney's like on ice basically waiting to be resurrected. <laughs> if we could bring back David Stern and tell him, "Hey, David Stern, it's 2021. Listen." Uh, you have Milwaukee and Atlanta on the East Coast, and you'll be like, uh, okay. And you have Phoenix and L.A. on the West Coast. Oh, phew. So what, LeBron's there or something like that? Oh, no, 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 no not the Lakers. <laughs> the Clippers. <laughs> you'll be like, put me back on ice. I'll be back when we can work things out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This, this, no one saw this happening. Oh, by the way. Kawhi's not even playing for the Clippers. They're being led by Paul George and, and, Pat, and Pat Bev. You know what I mean? Oh, Terrence Mann just stepped up and put them put them in the Western Conference Finals. This is the most one of the most unpredictable finals, I will say. But it is entertaining. It's a breath of fresh air. That fatigue that people had with Golden State, Cleveland, Golden State, Cleveland for four straight years to have something new. You know what I mean? Three smaller markets actually having a chance because Phoenix has been robbed a couple times in the past. Um, Milwaukee hasn't done anything since they were robbed by, oh, go figure, David Stern, in, um, <laughs> against, against the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that, 20 years ago? Yeah, about. Yeah, like 20, about, about 20 years ago when Ray Allen, Glenn Robinson, Sam Cassell, whatever, when they got robbed, the Tim Thomas team, well, you know, that team, they got, they, they, they got robbed. And like the Clippers have been the Clippers, you know, and Phoenix, you know, like, it's just, it's, it is refreshing. Atlanta's been, I, I, I only wish that Dominique Wilkins was 
you know, in his prime was appreciated. Yeah, I wish that we we really had a chance to appreciate Dominique Wilkins for the love that Trey Young is getting. What Dominique did for 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 a team for an Atlanta team that didn't really care about winning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a shame. That's a shame. But what can you do? It's it's an interesting time right now, man. <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting time. But like I said, I think I think we just have to sit back and and and, and enjoy this ride, like. I know last night, last thing I'll say before we wrap up is, you know, last night I was watching the, you know, that, that game and it was a great game with Phoenix and, uh, and the Clippers game two. And it ends with the, the Andre eight and alley-oop beautiful master, masterful play. But the, the joke is I'm watching the halftime show. I actually had it on mute and I, and it was just on, you know, just on the TV. I was doing something and I, I was looking at the TV and they're showing like the, the two best players in the first half. And I'm laughing cause I'm like, yo, I, I love the story for both teams right now, but I'm like, I, I never thought I'd see it in my life that Cameron Payne and Reggie Jackson are the best players in the first half of the conference finals. <laughs> I'm like, I, I just know. thought I would never see that in my life. I, I, I just thought I was just like, I almost took a screenshot of it on my phone. I'm just like, I, I, I can't believe I'm here right now. And it was all legitimate because Cameron Payne, I mean, the, the biggest thing with Cameron Payne that we saw before him being Westbrook's dancing buddy that Westbrook literally would have fist fought everybody for just 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 because he didn't want to break up his dance routine before he stepped to center court yeah. you know and that that's all this guy was worth at at that stage you know four this is probably like four years ago and now this guy is dropping 27 29 in the playoff game 30 something in the playoff game like wow wow but you know you, go ahead what are you going to say no no go ahead, go ahead. if they could if they can find a way to, to cultivate this energy that's that's in the NBA right now, I think it'll bring a lot of people back to the to to the NBA. I think it'll bring a lot of people back to, to watching these games. Because I have some friends that and were legit I'm talking guys who were legit ball players and they don't watch the NBA anymore. They just think it sucks, it's too predictable, you know, it's it's like the same old story over and over again. I think if they could find a way to to make it unpredictable and let these young guys breathe. I know a few people that that will come back to the game. Nah, I don't. I don't, I don't dispute what, that. I think one thing that will probably sour a lot of people is just like these these reviews and these like searching for technical fouls, oh my God. looking mm-hmm. for flagrant fouls, like Brutal. keeping you up way like last night. That was ridiculous. And I thought they're supposed to be finding people from for for flopping or whatever, but apparently mm-hmm. they forgot to do that. Right. Because Joel Embiid got away with everything, and he's kept all his money. And Pat Bev tried that, tried it last night oh, after he good. literally like tried to crack Devin's Devin's face open with a headbutt. You know, like mm-hmm. that. That I get, but at least I don't know who's going to win, so I will tune in to to watch it. Yep, and see who gets you know who actually gets to 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 get the trophy on this one. Shout out to Toronto started it, you know, yeah. then the Lakers did their whole hardest championship to win in a, in a protective dome bubble. Nice try LeBron. <laughs> um, but this one now is really like, this is, this is huge for three, like for actually for all four cities. Like yep. this is actually our chance. Yeah. Yep. And I don't, I, and I don't mind if any, if any of them, if any of them win it. Yeah. Because listen, whatever this ha- whatever this is for Atlanta now, you, you're not guaranteed to have that again next year. 
yep. capitalize off of it. Get it out of the way so we, we, we won't be, you know, like, like Trey Young wouldn't be hampered with the, yeah, yeah, he was good, but he didn't win a champion. No, get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul, well-deserved. Twilight of your career, people have given up on you. You've been traded three teams in three different years. I'm, not, I'm down with that story. Devin yeah. Booker knocking out, knocking out the Lakers. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. The Giannis story, made-for-TV movie, Calvin, like, you, like we talked about last time. Put mm-hmm. it on ABC. Have him hoist a championship trophy. Yeah, and then for the Clippers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, say no more. Say no more. Silence, silence speaks volumes. Zubach could give a speech. <laughs> <laughs> black coach, black coach, tra- uh, ty- Tyrone. Hey, there black you coach, go. Black coach. The, co- the comeback king. There, the comeback king. There you go. There you go. I would love to see they, like that team get bumped off. I think they play the dumbest basketball. <laughs> like, they play the dumbest basketball. Sometimes they have me like watching my TV, like confused, like the dumbest basketball. Man. I I want them to get knocked out. The only thing I give them is I'm like I'm a huge Kawhi fan. I love Kawhi, but I always notice when Kawhi's not there, even when he was with the Raptors, the ball moves. Yeah. You know, the ball doesn't stick. And I think that's that's what has the Clippers playing so well. Like, everybody's eating right now. But when Kawhi's there, sometimes the ball doesn't move as quick as it should. You know, but nevertheless, I would like to see the Clippers get bumped off. I just think they're just, they're just too dumb. Talented, they have all the talent in the world. You know, but even with all these injuries, they, they, they still should be a lot better. But they just make stupid mistakes. And if that happens, I mean, again, yeah, Chris Paul, as I said, you're saying, Kevin, that's a great storyline. But listen, what, what we're seeing from Devin Booker right now, like as what Trey's doing is incredible, but Devin Booker is basically doing the same shit out West right now. Mm-hmm. Like he's like for his first playoff, um, like his first playoff moments, his first playoff uh, appearances, this guy is lighting everybody on fire. Like he, he has, I don't think he, when was he drafted? Like 2013 or 15? I can't remember when when he came in. Either he came in with Anthony Davis or or Carl oh, Anthony Towns. Oh, okay, so it's about six years. So for six years, he didn't make he didn't come close to making the playoffs. And the fact that yeah, Chris Paul's here and and he changed the the culture of the team and stuff. Him and you know Monty Williams, and that and that's warranted. They should all they should get the respect for that. But the what that guy's doing like on a night to night basis in the playoffs, my God, he's just he is whooping everybody's ass. You know, yeah. and, and I love it. I love to see it. But I wouldn't put him on the same thing as um, Trey, just because you knew Booker was a pit bull. You know what I mean? You knew Booker was that dog. They may not have advertised him as much as they should have, but you knew he was a dog. And uh, you knew, like, his time would come. With, with Trey, it just, it's like, it just feels like it came out of nowhere. And he's the villain. He's laughing at you as he's doing it. He's embracing, you know I mean? he's embracing the villain role. That's what yeah. I like too. Like that, I think that's the the thing that won me over, is the fact that he's embracing that villain role, and he's and he's showing up when like in the camera, he's dancing. You know, he's he's having fun with it. So there's something about his aura right now that 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 the NBA needs to figure out what to do with it when this is all over. And Kevin, this is this is the last thing I'll say is it, it's funny because you, you, we're going going back to high school days when we were in high school. One of the, the things I would love to do, I love playing in front of a big crowd, 
But what I love playing in front of more was a hostile crowd, a crowd that hated us. Like, it just, I mean, obviously I never make the NBA and all that stuff, but just in high school, some of the best games I had was against a hostile French crowd on the road, cursing your name, you know, curse, <laughs> throwing you racial slurs in, in French, and you're understanding it. Negra, huh? Negra, okay, <laughs> you know, and then and then you get about twenty five, and you and you're just giving like you know like the double middle fingers and 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 the Triple H crotch thrust at them and stuff. Like those are those are great <laughs> moments. So like what he's doing right now speaks to that the spirit of a younger me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so hey, Calvin, your jumper is inconsistent. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, your technique is atrocious. Like, Technique. Technique. I can hear that. Oh, God. You said it, and I just knew. <laughs> I'm triggering some flashback memories, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> that make me take a, go and take a drink before I go in my bed tonight. <laughs> hey, you're as black as a hockey puck. Hey, Calvin. <laughs> but but I, I say all that to say that, yes, I, I, I speak to good impressions. I speak to the, that speaks to the soul of me. You know what I mean? Like like of of what I like. That's I like I like that. I always like trash talkers when they can back it up. Like the ones that can't back it up is one thing, but when you can back it up, I'm I'm in your corner. You know, from Deion Sanders, any sport, all the way down. You can so talk- Trey Young over Paul George. Trey Young over Paul George right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can we? <laughs> Can, can can we I'll rank si- them I'll in sign order the form. of? I'll sign the Trey Young apology form. That I'll sign. <laughs> can we rank them in order of who we want to see win the finals? Well, for the partying aspect, what, Atlanta. Support? Um, okay. One hundred percent road trip. <laughs> um, after that, honestly, if I have to rank them in terms of. Yeah, like honestly, I think the coolest story would be Atlanta because that would be the least unexpected, the least the least expected. I would say, um, I would say Milwaukee because I'm a Giannis guy. I'd like to see him get a ring, and yeah. I think third will probably be this Phoenix, um, just because like the whole thing with like you said with CP3 and, and and another black coach again, Monty Williams. When you hear his story of what happened to him a few years ago. Like, for them to come mm-hmm. up and get a ring would be beautiful. And I think the Clippers would probably be, I'm saying last, but I, honestly, I would be happy to see the Clippers win. So, I, I'm at, I, that's what I said. I'm, right now, I'm in the back seat, man. I, I got my seatbelt on. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm, yeah, the window's open. I'm, I'm enjoying this ride, man. I actually literally don't care who wins right now. With any direction this goes, I'm with it. Chris? Mm. Uh, for me, I would go, hmm. Number four, I start from the bottom up. So for me, I don't want to see the Clippers win. Because again, I think they're dumb as rocks. You know, I think PG's PG's too inconsistent. You know, I'm tired of seeing them going to the going to the hole and pushing off and giving guys forearms, sharing out the forearms. You know. I would like to see the Clippers get knocked out. Like I'm I'm just tired of the Clippers. Um When is Kawhi coming back? Is is, is there any word on when he's coming back? Like, you know, I haven't heard anything. Nothing. I know Chris Paul's coming back the next game, but we don't know 
Yeah, so if if he comes back, it's probably not going to be till the if they if it's like a sixth or seventh game. But go on, go on. Okay, and then my third would be Milwaukee, and here's why I'd be Milwaukee. I love Giannis. I love Giannis, but Giannis has so many holes in his game. I feel like he, he doesn't deserve to win it just yet because how could you win it and you suck like that from the free throw line and you have no mid range? I don't get that. Now Shaq won. With, with being a horrible guy at the, at, the, at the free throw line. But Shaq was just just something up from a different planet. You know, 7-1, 300, and whatever. Just throw any number at it. You know what I mean? Like, Giannis isn't that big and, 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 and as powerful as Shaq. He needs to improve his game. I feel like if he wins the championship, he'll, he might sit back and be like, well, I don't need to improve anything. And this is the best we're going to see of Giannis. You know, and I'll be honest with you. In in these four teams left, you got three black coaches. So of course I'm gonna root for a black coach. So I put Milwaukee at number three. I put Atlanta at number two. Even though, man, it would be nice to to see that parade, man. Whew. It would be it'd be beautiful to see know, that parade. I already know you're taking the drive. And and, and, and we and we have a, we have a cousin that we have a cousin that I know is not even waiting to to hop in the car with you because he's already he's he's already booking his ticket to fly there. I already know. I already know. I already know. That's cool. That's going to be insane. But my team, I would like to see. I'd love to see Atlanta just because what Trey's doing and whatnot. But um, I agree with Calvin with the with the the, the Monty Williams story. I think that would be a great a great. Um, ending to the story like that'd be beautiful um chris paul i never thought chris paul could take you to the promised land even though i always said chris paul is a great player and calvin could vouch for me i've been saying this from years in uh, new orleans he's a great player but there's something about his game that just says he will not take you to the promised land but the only way he's going to take you is he's got to have a dog next to him so to me everything lines up perfect he's got booker who's who's a complete a, a pit bull. He has an amazing coach, and I will. I think it would be a great story to see Phoenix walk away with that trophy. I think it'd be a nice way for Chris Paul to end his career. He finally got one. You know, uh, the coach. It'd be it'd be a great story for him after what happened to his family. And then, of course, Booker deserves it. He's a he's a you know he's a beast. And, and then Aiden. Aiden. And Aiden. Aiden's repping the repping the Caribbean, man. Got to root for our Caribbean boy. You know what I mean? So I think that would be the best story out of the three with Atlanta just a slight bit behind. With Phoenix, yeah. Hmm. Clippers last. I don't like um, the entitlement of the team. Uh, just something about them that rubs me the wrong way. A little more Nothing humble against... this year in comparison to last year, though. Well, probably because yeah. of the way everything happened last year in the bubble, but yeah. Nothing, nothing against Terrence Mann, but I don't like the leadership of the Clippers, if I could say it. And I'll just, you know, uh, some of the post-game pressers sometimes. I remember Paul George didn't give credit to, to Damian Lillard for hitting that shot. He actually said it was a bad shot. Meanwhile, Paul George had a chance to tie a game. He, he took a pull-up three in Indiana and hit the left-hand side of the backboard. Then last year, he hit shot a three off the side of the backboard on the right side baseline. So, no, <laughs> no, I don't think I want the I I don't want the Clippers to win. I think LA going back-to-back years. No, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Then third, I would say Milwaukee. Uh, 
I don't think that's a, I don't feel like that's a championship team. Um, they'll have windows of opportunity, but I think for Giannis to fail again, he would come back stronger. Hopefully. Uh, so I could see that, and I don't think it's the right time to give him, like, you know, I, I, I don't see a, it rewarding some. But he's a worker, though, so I, I don't know if he's – He's not a Ben Simmons guy. Like he's a he's a worker. So I don't, I don't know if like he's gonna rest on his laurels, but we'll see. If he wins, he I, is, can, I can but, see him coming back like harder because he, he's he's just he's a he's a gym rat guy. But go on. Well, well he, love, if he is, I, though, I, where's his mid range and where's his foul shot? Don't know. Like, Does, doesn't exist. <laughs> he's still 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 but, loading, still loading in the system. Go on. I, 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 I was I I would love I would love to see like. Two solid, like, yo, these guys are, like, these guys are about it. Hoist the trophy. And mm-hmm. I don't see it from Middleton. I don't see it from Holiday. Being Definitely like, not Middleton. The, you know what I mean? The second guy. I don't mm-hmm. see that. You know? Like, I, didn't, I don't know about the Middleton game or, or the Holiday game. I think you know, Holiday. we were talking about that before where you had, where like those guys had, like, Devin had his game. Chris Paul mm-hmm. had his quarter. Like, you know, like... Those guys were just like, I'm taking this. Yeah. Kind of thing. Terrence Mann had a game. Middleton hasn't had a game. Holiday hasn't had a game. Right? Um, so, yeah, Milwaukee, no thanks. Plus, Milwaukee's the same city where Sterling Brown was pepper sprayed and roughed up by police for parking in a handicapped spot at a Walmart. So, I'm in no <laughs> rush to reward that city with anything, which great, was Giannis's great, teammate. Great point. Great point. Thank you. And then, so Jacob why, why have them celebrate? Jacob Sorry? Blake, too. I said, and Jacob Blake, too. I'm, I'm yeah. just talking Giannis' his teammate. I don't even want to touch on Jacob Blake, right? Okay. So, in light of all that, no. Nah. No. Then, moving up, I would say uh, Phoenix. Uh, definitely for the Chris Paul-Devin Booker dynamic. I think that would be great. And as a Knicks fan, I would rest a lot easier in this offseason knowing that, yeah, my team lost in the first round, but we lost to the champions. <laughs> so I don't feel so bad. Plus, and, you plus, know, plus, in, in, plus in their, you got, go ahead. I was going to say, plus, you got a stack of ones burning a hole in your pocket. Go on. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> and in their wake, they, in their wake, they completely dismantled Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> putting his condo up for sale in Philadelphia. <laughs> like, talk about Enron stock. Whew. This thing is this is bad, boy. You can't get anything for him anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, the guy thought he was like, you know, you, remember like uh, how quick you know how quick the the, the drop off was from having like a CD player to MP3s, but you're like having this warehouse. Full, full of CD players, and you're like, "Hey, look, they they still function." Yeah, 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 but this, they're not worth anything anymore. That's Ben Simmons' stock. You know, at, at the moment, yeah, sad but true. Yeah, nah. If if it takes this for the guy to shoot, forget it. But we anyway. So yeah, I think Atlanta should be good. Be good to see Outcast out there. The hip hop floats, the hair, the fashion. The styles, the concerts, the sparks in the economy. Listen, the, if the Atlanta plays. wins, trust me, I will fly Delta and drink every Coca-Cola product necessary <laughs> to make it down there. I'm good. I'll be good with it. 
that'll be the greatest celebration in the history of celebrations just because of just because just because Atlanta. Just, oh my gosh and every aspect of that that local black economy will get just get like a, a super boost from every facet you can think of will get a super boost it would be it would be amazing impromptu concerts it's everything 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 would be ah oh, that that would be that would be crazy if you're honestly it was one of those things I would say that honestly, if you're if you're 25 years old, yeah, I would be looking out. If you're in your in your especially in your 20s and you got a pack of friends and you don't have a family and all that stuff just yet, I'm not saying you can't do this otherwise, but I'm just saying especially if you're that age, because that's the, that's the age of, of these of these young uh, of the Hawks players are all young and that and that in that age college to like 25 years old. If you're if you're right. that age group, man, I'm looking at flights. That's all I'm saying. If, if I'm in that age group, especially how young that team is, they represent my age and my style and how I live life. I'm looking at flights right now. I'm looking at flights. You know right that, now. you know, like sometimes television shows can forecast the future. You remember that Chappelle show with reparations when blacks got their money? Mm. <laughs> These Biden bucks are going to be given right back to the economy, right, right back, put injected right back into the economy immediately if Atlanta wins the championship. <laughs> immediately. Well, you know what? On that, on, on that note, thank you for, for hopping on this, this uh, very impromptu, almost emergency podcast. Because, uh, <laughs> uh, like I said, Trey, Trey Young has made me apologize, man. I have apologized, man. I, I, I've, uh, I've seen the error of my ways. And I'm, I'm a man. I can admit to my mistakes, man. I'm, wor- I'm, I'm working to work on the rest of my mistakes in life. It's <laughs> just inspired by what's <laughs> happened here. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's here, man. And he's here to, he's here to eat some food. Mm-hmm. With a napkin tucked Nate, into a shirt. Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan. Yes. You face Jordan in the finals. You can't be afraid of anything anymore. That's true. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Thank you for tuning in to the app podcast. Special shout out goes out to DJ Chris Nice and Kevin W for hopping on and jumping on my impromptu episode. Not quite an emergency, but an impromptu episode. I was planning on taking the week off, but we're going to have a new episode early next week. I may take the rest of the week off and be back the week after to break down the NBA finals unless something crazy happens next week. Also, I got an episode with Aaliyah Hutchins, Wake Forest track and field star. That one's going to be out on July 9th everywhere on all platforms, YouTube included. Uh, You're going to want to stay tuned for that one. That episode was a lot of fun to do. Shout out to Aaliyah for for showing love in advance. Uh, But check out these next set of episodes coming out. Hit the like button, the favorite button, the follow button, and check out SouthShareAve.com for all the latest episodes. Once again, that's SouthShareAve.com. For DJ Chris Nice and Kevin W., this is Cal C., and you just tuned into the Av Podcast on South Shore Ave Radio. Until the next time, folks, peace. We out.